Hi, friends. Welcome back to the State Tax Show, your home for the world of state and local tax. I'm Matt Hunsaker. On today's show, a quick update on the latest marketplace facilitator development. I'm back in the podcast studio today after being out of state for the last several weeks. It has been fun to be around family, but it's going to be nice to settle back into my own office setup. If I sound a bit incoherent, it is because I'm still recovering from the 20-hour drive with my family from northern Utah back to Dallas. At about 3 a.m. on the drive, I found myself pondering whether I'd trade the drive for a short waterboarding session. Jury is still out. So what's going on with marketplace facilitator laws? You know, the laws that require a company that provides a marketplace platform for others to sell their products to collect sales tax on those sales instead of the seller. I'm not going to dive into the nuance today We'll save that for another day. I just wanted to focus on big picture items, particularly uniformity efforts. So let's take a look at the current lay of the land. At this point, almost all of the states, all of the states with sales tax, have enacted marketplace facilitator rules. When I first started recording this or writing this episode, three states had not. That was Florida, Missouri, and Mississippi. But since I started writing, Mississippi passed House Bill 379 to implement their marketplace facilitator rules. So now we're down to two states. So here we are two years out from Wayfair and only two states left that have not adopted marketplace facilitator rules. While preparing for this particular podcast episode, I did a quick search of marketplace in a subscription tax news source. And guess how many stories came up for the last 18 months? Well, the answer is 1,759. So based on my quick math, that's about 100 news stories on Marketplace Facilitators per month. So obviously a lot has been happening, and it's been happening quickly. And as a result of that, there has been somewhat of a lack of clarity on what a marketplace is, what a marketplace facilitator is, what a marketplace seller is, and allocation of liability between those parties, and a host of other issues. It is certainly not the most peaceful time to be in the tax department of a marketplace facilitator. There are a lot of regulation projects going on to provide some clarity on some of these open issues. But aside from those regulation projects, there's also a fair amount of discussion about uniformity projects. And I just wanted to step through those and explain a little bit about what has been going on. Let's start first with the MTC. Back in November of 2018, so just a few months removed from Wayfair, the MTC's working group on remote seller marketplace legislation issued a white paper. 
And I'm going to read you the objectives of the work group. This is just a quote from their report. The objective of the work group is to analyze the prioritized list of issues stemming from states' enactment of legislation imposing sales-slash-use tax, economic nexus, and marketplace facilitator-slash-provider collection requirements, and to present ideas for states to consider to address those issues with the goal of maximizing tax compliance while minimizing the burden on marketplace facilitators-slash-providers and remote sellers. So basically what the MTC did is they put together this white paper fairly quickly so that states would have some information on the issues and possible solutions when they rolled into the 2019 legislative season. The white paper provided recommendations for several definitions. Uh, one of those was the definition itself of what is a marketplace facilitator. They provided a broad and a narrow definition. And at that time, most states went with the narrow definition, but there's still a handful that uh, went with the broader definition of a marketplace facilitator. In April of 2020, the MTC released, I, I think they're referring to it as their final white paper on this issue. And it's a fairly interesting read if you want to understand what states have been doing. But again, this white paper does not offer up any model legislation. So when we think about model legislation, one of the entities that first comes to mind is the Uniform Law Commission. This body has been around forever and has drafted uniform legislation on a variety of topics, including tax. Back in June, I think it was on June 22nd, there was a panel where the ULC members discussed their involvement in potential model legislation on marketplace facilitators. And I think this is a quote. I think they essentially said that the train has left the station, meaning it doesn't sound like they're going to focus much energy right now on producing model legislation because they have lots of projects. And frankly, since most states have already adopted marketplace legislation, they don't really want to come up with model legislation because they don't see states as enacting legislation when they've already moved. One thing they did discuss, though, was endorsing the model legislation that was prepared by the National Conference of State Legislatures. They finished their model legislation in late 2019, and then in January, the executive committee approved it. And so that legislation has been around for this latest legislative season, and it has had some influence over the few states that have adopted marketplace facilitator language in 2020. I think the general feeling among most is to use the NCSL version as the model for states going forward. The ULC panel seemed to suggest that endorsing the NCSL version would be preferable to coming up with their own version. Cost is on board as well. They issued a policy statement on the NCSL version that essentially urged states to adopt the NCSL version. And let me actually just read you a quote from their policy statement. Some state laws which require marketplace facilitators to collect and remit state and applicable local taxes are not uniform, 
have overly broad definitions of a marketplace facilitator and have other deficiencies. In January 2020, the National Conference of State Legislatures Executive Committee approved model legislation developed by the NCSL's Task Force on State and Local Taxation. If a state reviews its marketplace facilitator law and determines that changes are necessary, the state should consider legislative action to conform with the NCSL's model legislation. So to sum up today's show, I think that we are probably not going to see new model legislation on marketplace facilitator collection laws. And instead, we're going to see most in industry pushing for states to create greater uniformity among marketplace facilitator laws. And the vehicle is most likely going to be the NCSL's model legislation. There's been some talk about whether the federal government is going to get involved to pass a law that would impose uniformity on the states. But right now, with COVID going around and all the associated issues, it's not looking like the federal government is going to get involved in this particular issue. I mean, in a couple decades, they couldn't even pass anything to address the sales tax nexus issue itself. So seeing them getting too involved in a narrower issue is probably unlikely. Thanks to everyone who requested this particular episode on marketplace facilitator rules. I hope that it satisfies you. At some point in the future, we'll probably dig into some of the hot button issues that are resulting from the lack of uniformity, but this should suffice for now. Thanks for listening. Until next week, this is Matt Hunsaker for The State Tax Show. The State Tax Show podcast is produced by Baker and Hostetler, LLP, and is for informational purposes only. It is intended to inform our clients and other friends of the firm about current legal developments of general interest. Issues discussed should not be construed as legal advice, and listeners should not act upon the information contained in this podcast without professional counsel. In some jurisdictions, this podcast may constitute attorney advertising. The hiring of a lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. Please visit BakerLaw.com for more information about our practices and experience.